Karma carries you. Karma, now that's a word everyone is well aware of. Well, most of them never cares about it. But most of them call it a boomerang or a bitch. This writes up would let you know that it's not he who is carrying the result of our actions, but the actions carry us in the return. Have you ever tried changing what happens to you? Or have you ever realized that if your actions were changed, the results too would be different? Mouths can lie, eyes cannot. People may forget, karma will not. This is one hard truth that I never accepted. It was yesterday that my parents said to me that a bluebird has come and sat in the terrace grill. I didn't want to disturb it, but the very next morning I just found that it's not a bluebird but a green parrot. I always dreamt of touching a parrot, but today I had to touch the little one who lay stiff like wood without any movement. I didn't cry, but rather was shocked that I am touching a parrot, but it's no longer alive. I so decided to bury it. When I buried it, I made sure it lay in peace. How people treat you is their karma and how you react is yours. I quoted it here because for every action, there is an equal and opposite reaction. The statement means that in every interaction, there is a pair of forces acting on the two interacting objects. The size of the forces on the first object equals the size of force on the second object. I don't know why I was made to give a burial to this little being. What do I hold for it? Saw a skull that was floating on top of the water. He said to it, Since you drowned others, others drowned you. And in the end, those that drowned you will be drowned. In Hinduism and Buddhism, the sum of a person's action in this and previous states of existence, viewed as deciding their fate in future existences. Likewise, this isn't an incident to be passed over, but rather something to be thought about. The law of karma is just a powerful law of nature, just like any law of nature that sciences describes us, but one that not only affects human interaction, but also interaction of all kinds in the universe. And that is why it can be found in many different methodologies of gaining knowledge. Here are a few examples of its manifestations. The law of karma, originally from Hindu slash Vedic slash Tantric texts. Second, the law of action and reaction, Sir Isaac Newton. Third, as you sow, so shall you reap, attributed to Christ. Fourth, eye for an eye, a tooth for a tooth, poorly translated as a prescription for vengeance from the Torah. Whereas it's a description of karma, I would suggest a better translation would be measure for measure. Brihadaranya Ubashit 4, 4.126 verses The following is an extract from the principal Upanishads, a poetic transcreation by Alan Jacobs. Ejnavalkya said, When that self has sunk into death, it sinks into unconsciousness, then gathers the senses around him or her, and gathering the elements of light, falls into the heart. When the supreme in the eye turns away, it ceases to recognize any names or forms. He or she has become one with the self as Brahman. He or she does not see, smell, taste, speak, hear, think, touch, know. The heart center is lit up by that consciousness which leaves through the eye or skull when his or her knowledge and deeds take him or her to the world of Brahman. The life breath leaves with all other vital forces. He or she is fully conscious. The knowing self is conscious. He or she leaves the body, then his knowledge and deeds sees him along with this understanding of his former life. As a caterpillar, after reaching the tip of a blade of green grass, moves to the another blade, so does the self of consciousness after having left the body, and all ignorance make an approach to a new body and draws towards it. As a goldsmith takes a piece of gold and melts it into another one, a newer, more beautiful form, 
so does the self of consciousness after leaving the body and all ignorance take a newer more beautiful form like the ancestors the celestial beings the gods the, the father the creator or brahman the self of consciousness is brahman it has knowledge mind life sight hearing earth water wind ether light and no light desire and no desire anger and no anger right wrong everything now as a man or woman is like this or like that as he or she acts and behaves so will he or she be a man or woman of good deeds becomes good a man or woman of bad deeds become bad he or she becomes pure by pure acts impure by impure acts a person consists of desires and as his or her desire so is his or her will and his or her will so his or her deed what deed he or she does or he or she shall reap 19th century philosophers nietzsche schopenhauer kant and hegel were fascinated by the problem of will an issue anticipated in this upanishad thousands of years ago this part of upanishads is the aparavaidya teaching and implies that there is a choice between good and so called bad deeds this was an ethical doctrine necessary to govern society in fact these are only guidelines to morally condition human beings to better behavior the brahmin knew that all actions were god's actions and the question of good and bad did not arise there is nothing good or bad but thinking make it so as shakespeare's wrote they are relative terms to a so called individuality from a cosmic point of view all that happen is good because it serves god's will for cosmic harmonious balance clouded thinking i never frowned over this incident for this is not the first time earlier back almost 7 years a blue colored bird was given to me which was rescued by a friend from his construction site which actually fell from a tree i took it to the vet to check if it's doing okay after a few hours it was still unmoving and did not respond to any of my calls or words after getting an injection the veterinarian said it is in stress and not to be disturbed after taking it back home the scene became very serious my uncle who was sick too was there in home bedridden i was totally engrossed with this bird that i didn't see what was happening to my uncle believe me whether it was a coincidence or not my uncle left the world just at the same time when the bird struggled to live and died before me this incident made me feel that we shouldn't disturb any creation of nature when my mother informed me about the parrot sitting in the grill this incident flared before me so i was reluctant to disturb the bird but next morning it passed away mother said had you checked the bird yesterday it could have been saved here again i have to mention another hard and worrying incident that happened back almost a decade i got to witness a little pony along with its mother horse it was totally different brown in color and the mother was black i dared to take a picture of them both and the next day the little pony got killed by 7 to 10 street dogs in the ground the mother horse came rushing to me and it was all in tears it asked me like ho oh, dear my kid is no more Why did this happen to him? It was crying more and more. I patted it in a consoling way, kept a bucket full of water, which it drank. It kept falling in the place where the little pony died. The struggle and pain was real. The emotion of love is the same in every being. Rejection exists in everything. When someone rejects or loves you, it is based on the theory of measure for measure. The owner of the horse came and sliced the hair, the skin of the little pony for its own business benefit. Cruel owner, you may think. but who is cruel do we even know this physical form we possess is quite young but the soul is birthless and deathless only the good god knows what we deserve this is a bit complicated topic as for now let's get to know only a little of what my thought is and rather not get drowned everything in this world doesn't come free there is money like value for karma 
Karma is the cause of birth in this world, but salvation can be obtained by His grace, said Guru Nanak Sahib. Karma and Accountability We must have heard of saying, count your blessings. That implies every moment you live is by the grace of cosmic energy and mother nature who shows kindness to you. This is the truth, nothing but the truth. Just like Vyasacharya's assurance over, Achyudananda Govinda Namo Charna Beshajat, Nashyanthi Shagala Rogaha, Satyam Satyam Vadamyaham. The chanting of the names Achyuta, Ananta, Govinda is the medicine and I tell the truth and nothing but the truth that it would destroy all diseases. I too feel that the disease of karma can be evaded by good deeds. The Sikh scriptures explain karma in these terms. Karm Dharat Sari Jag Antarjo Bhovai So Kat The body is the field of karma in this age. Whatever you plant, you shall harvest. Sri Granth Guru Sahib, page 78. Karmi Avai Kapra Nadri Mahudu By the karma of past actions, the robe of this physical body is obtained. By His grace, the gate of liberation is found. It is due to our commendable past actions and deeds that we have obtained this prized human birth, which is regarded in Sikhism as the highest possible on earth. I am pretty much sure all the religions say the same and only by continued good actions and grace of the Almighty can one obtain liberation from the continuous cycles of birth and deaths in various bodily forms that our soul has been undergoing since the creation of the universe. I buried the parrot both by my thoughts and actions. I can't brood over what happened nor what will happen. Everything I lost and got is because of action. E is equal to mc square. It's the world's most famous equation. But what does it really mean? Energy equals mass times the speed of the light squared. On the most basic level, the equation says that energy and matter are interchangeable. They are different forms of the same thing. Quote, Every movement, small or big, that this beggar makes is linked with father's work. It is not a mere physical movement. Everything is linked in this cosmos. It is a totality. When this beggar rearranges things here, the atmosphere will not be the same again. This beggar has to be very careful. Every small movement is connected with the entire cosmos. This beggar prefers no changes, says Yogi Ram Kumar. Here we should get to understand that the same thing is God's head. If you are an atheist or a rationalist, you can consider it as an energy. There exists nothing before nor will there be anything hereafter. We are not here to save anyone nor give life to anyone. We are mere instruments, just like that of chemistry and physics lab. For your clarity, let me quote a few words from the New Testament. James 3 is to 18. 18. Pacemakers who saw in peace reap a harvest of righteousness. Galatians 6 is to 7. Do not be deceived. God cannot be mocked. A man reaps what he sows. Galatians 6 is to 9 up to 10. Let us not become weary in doing good. For at the proper time, we will reap a harvest if we do not give up. Therefore, as we have opportunity, let us do good to all people, especially to those who belong to the family of believers. The Quran makes it clear that we will be awarded for our good deeds and punished for our sins, but not necessarily in our earthly life. Allah holds us responsible for our evil deeds and remembers our righteous acts, smiling favorably on them. The righteous will earn blessings in this life infinitely more in the hereafter. And for every person we have imposed his fate upon his neck, we will produce for him on the day of resurrection a record which he will encounter spreads open. Quran 17 is to 13. Does it end? This is an ongoing continuous thought process that can't be explained just with one post but needs more time and patience to understand things. I just wanted to stop as of now saying, quoting the words of Shakespeare. It is not in the stars to hold our destiny but in ourselves. William Shakespeare